Uh... Yep. All right. There's Spencer's energy. All right. So uh, week one of new job. I still have to work tomorrow because I was going to be scheduled Tuesday to Saturday. But I went in on Monday because I don't know how to do anything. Um, and so I'm doing a lot of work. And because I don't get a paycheck for a few weeks, I'm also like running favor to make some extra money. Uh, so to describe my work life balance as poor uh, would be an understatement. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Spencer. Everybody, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers and also the trials and tribulations of having a nine to five job. My name is Michael Nance. And with me is the working man himself, Spencer, the working man, Polio. Look, dude, I just I just started like my 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 job starts like two hours earlier than my old job. So I'm tired. That's all I'm saying. I feel you. I mean, it is tough. You just started a new job. You're, I mean, there's there's going to be a learning curve there. You're trying to make money, trying to get ahead. And it's going to be tough. No, actually, I'm I'm doing pretty. I'm I'm enjoying this this the work. It's just you know, tired. Anyway, what he said, the soul of a truck. We're a podcast. It's cool. How's your? Uh, have you been, Michael? Are you feeling good? Are you? I feel all right. It's been a long week. Yeah, no, it really has. It feels feels like this week started like a month ago. Yeah. It, it it like all of August was super fast. And then this week has been a grinder. <laughs> but, you know, next week I get to go to uh, San Japan, an anime convention in San Antonio. I'm very excited. Nice. So uh, next um, next week, I am going to go see the band Ghost. Oh, very cool. I know how much you like them. That should be pretty cool. They're very yeah. theatric. Yeah. Black Metal ABBA. Very cool. Where, where are you going to see them? Uh, I have no idea where they're playing. Oh, I okay. just Very I nice. just know they're playing the thirtieth, and I've been uh, looking forward to seeing them since I heard that they were playing. Interesting. Okay, that'll be cool. So uh, if if and the rare chance that anyone's listening, and that they're gonna you're gonna either uh, be at San Japan or at Ghost in question marks uh, on the thirtieth. Uh, come hit us up. We won't have merch, but we will tell you our favorite knock-knock jokes. Uh, Michael, what's your favorite knock-knock joke? Knock-knock. Don't you see the no solicitor sign, fucker? Get off my property. Click, click. Spencer my... just took my, took my knock-knock joke and made it his own. Anyway, what's your favorite knock-knock joke, Michael? Uh, it's that one, the one you just did. Actually. Oh, see, that's my you, favorite one. See if you if you had tried to go knock knock again, I would have continued the bit. It uh, I know, <laughs> I know. You, it, after a hundred and thirty some odd episodes, you, 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 I've got to be able to like repost every now and then. Like, uh, no, I know it's coming here. <laughs> nah. <Nuh-uh. laughs> All right, my turn. Knock knock. Get off my property! Click click. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be the scorched earth bit for this week. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what. <laughs> Four minutes in. Mark it down. 
it's Scor- here. Scorched Earth bit. Here we go. Every once the in a while. Not, not joke. That wasn't. <laughs> just it's it's just the Texas knock knock joke. As an aside, I'm fairly certain I saw a Texas knock knock joke at uh, uh, I think they played Cheer Up Charlie's like a couple of months ago. They were really good. If you really wanted to be political with a band name like that, you'd be like Texas no knock joke. Since Texas does allow no knock warrants. Oh. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's no. just accurate, you know? Well, as you know, the the podcast is very strongly a cab, probably. Bold. Hell yeah. All right. You know, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tart turn in a new direction here. All right. Um, and tell you about my nude erection. All right. Uh, it's here and it is vibing with the rest of the podcast. So is it throbbing? Oh, big time. Big time. Are there veins on it or is it like, you know, kind of smooth? Uh, it's very smooth. It's kind of like bizarrely smooth. Like. (laughs) Is that. (laughs) I don't know. What is this? What is this? I don't know why that made me fucking giggle. Uh, I just have it. I, okay. I, just, I had, I did have a thought from earlier today that I thought would be great before this pod becomes canon. I'm like, I got to ask Spencer this. All right. Go so, on. you know, the previous week we discussed Hitman, and I know we've discussed James Bond on this podcast before. Sandra. And so I feel like, I feel like you probably are a, a fan, a general fan of like spy movies and spy literature. Is that, is that fair to say? It is, but keep in mind that I've never seen anything a lot of the time. So, like, I, you know, if if you if the next words out of your mouth involve something I haven't seen, I'm just going to you're just going to be annoyed. But ask, go. What are your thoughts on the Mission Impossible movies? Um, uh, <sighs> <laughs> you're like out of breath thinking of these movies. OK, you really want the truth? I do. I, I want the truth. I asked for the truth. I've only seen the first one. <laughs> That's fine. Wait, like the the first Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie? I guess they I guess they didn't make it was a show beforehand. Yeah, it was a show, but like yeah, the first movie. Okay. With with That's Tom fine. with Tom Cruise. And it's like it's 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 such a weirdly good movie and I can't fault it. At all. And then John Woo directed the second one. And that's kind of yeah. awesome. Yeah. But it's I've awesome. never seen it. I've never seen it. And, oh, my God. And it has uh, Limp Biscuit on the soundtrack. See, I feel like that's true. It, it is true. I used to love that song when I was in middle school. What take song? I've never seen take it. A, take a look around by Limp Biscuit. Take take a look around. Um, Could you give us a few bars of. Take a look around because I don't know that song. Uh, Limp Biscuit is rocking the set. It's like Russian roulette when you place in your bet. So don't be upset when you're broke and you're done because I'm going to be the one till I judge. That's that's it actually has the Mission Impossible theme played on guitar. That's um, okay. By that's that's kind of sick. Yeah, it's Um, now I know why they want to hate me. That's the chorus. That's it's fucking I love that song. 
for the I've record, I've crashed that song so many times. I mean, just as a secondary aside, I love John Woo, which is even more sad that I haven't seen that movie. Well, now you so what, my favorite recurring character, especially from the Tom these Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movies, is Tom Luther. Cruise. Yeah, it's Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise. No, it's yeah. Luther. He's like Vin uh, Rams. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, yes. he's okay. He's you so, do. He's so fucking cool. And you're just like, you're you're like watching the whole movie and you're like, he's like this weird sidekick. He's just like whatever. And then and then you look up the canon of those movies and he's like the only other recurring character in this yes. entire franchise. Yes. It's totally incredible. And that's uh that's my I, so I, I don't, you know, I don't particularly love them. I loved the first two because they came out when I was a kid. Also, uh, so um, now Hold on, one Go more ahead. aside. Emilio Estevez is in that movie for like five minutes. Yeah, it's so it's, weird. It's a, it, it's got a lot going on. Like like the first like twenty minutes of that movie are like you get to see like the last adventure of this incredible cast of characters that just gets killed. That's awesome. Like it's it's a movie that's so good that it kills the first cast. <laughs> Except for Luther. And then no the only person. Ex- except Luther's not he's he joins later. Is he in mission? Okay. Is he not in the first one? He's only in the second one? No, no, he's in the first one, but he, okay, he shows so. up like halfway through. He's part of well, like the team that Tom Cruise builds. So it's interesting. I don't know a whole lot about Ving Rames, but I remember uh, in a YouTube valley I fell into. I started to to look about stuff about Mission Impossible 2 because of the Limp Bizkit song, I will shamefully admit. I was and I was like, man, I forgot about this movie because it had a great soundtrack that I owned and it had that Limp Bizkit song on it. So and then they had an uh, an interview and I I did always love Luther because, like you said, he's like the only other recurring character besides Tom Cruise. Exactly. And apparently part of his method for this uh, whole like movie like experience was to just order tons of Thai food constantly, like the spiciest shit they had in L.A. What? And yeah, yeah, that was the, that was the Ving Rhames thing during this movie. And he so, uh, you know, the, he's talking about like how he continually was like both blowing out his mouth and butthole on the set of this movie and talking about how that his like personal assistant was like continuously trying to get him to stop and he would just keep doing it anyway because he thought it was making him better for the action scenes. And uh, his his assistant, whose his name was like Tony Wynn or something, he's he just got to the point where he would be like, when the Rames wants tie. Can I hear myself think? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what's the saddest fucking part of that whole fucking thing? You believe me for a second. I know you did. No, I didn't. I knew you were going into the pun. It's just, it's just that, it's just that 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 trip, like that. That was a good segue, you know. <laughs> You know, I don't normally I don't normally give you really good credit for good segues, but that was that was an excellent segue. Hey, look, that that one came to me. I was racking my brain all the way leading up to it. And I legitimately thought about that while we were putting together the document. 
It's like, all right, you know, I'm going for it. It was, you know, you know, I've, I mean, <sighs> when, hold on, when the Rams want time. <laughs> When no, they it's win, win, and it's the, t- the assistant's name, win. So, like the traditionally Vietnamese last name, N G U Y E N. God win. damn it. wants tie. <sighs> and he would say that to his, <laughs> assistant. To his assistant. When Darames wants tie, he would talk to himself in the third person <laughs> and call himself Darames. <laughs> It's so stupid. That's like a that's such a war crime of a pun. Oh, it's so good. Oh, so the song when the fuck. This that pun was way better than this song. I like everything about the song except for the chorus. When the dreams run dry, I, weren't already catching on out there. I mean, they can read the title. It's just, oh man, oh, oh. Okay, I'm good. I burped out the rest of the laughs. I kind of like this song, but like. This is one of those songs where it feels like there's like 12 songs like glued together. That is true. It, yeah. it is. It harness. It has a lot of the same chaotic imploding the mirage energy that fire and bone and imploding the mirage have. This is also our last imploding the mirage song. So that's. Oh, kind of shit. Weird. Yeah, I know. So we get We're to, done with imploding the mirage, the album that came out when we started the podcast. I know it's it feels it feels weird, right? Like. Every time we finish something, you know, it's just part of a new beginning every day. When the when you so a common thing that happens, especially when we do these deep cuts, is that Spencer will be like, are you sure we haven't done this yet? It's true. And and if I don't know, I will go back and look at all the episodes. And I was just scrolling today to to verify this. And I saw like episode 50 or like in the 50s or 40s was four wins that cover they mm-hmm. uh, they did. And I was like, that was that long ago. God damn. What? Yeah, dude, that was more than 60 episodes ago. <laughs> that feels that that legitimately feels like we did that like three months ago. I mean, so. I, I still listen to the original song all the time. It's on at least two of my playlists. Do you cry? Uh, no, because it's not really a sad song. I mean, lyrically, it's an incredibly sad song, but musically, it's kind of like a, a doodly jangly song. Ah, yes, a doodly jangly. Oh, don't worry. There's uh if you're not if you like Spencer badly describing the way things sound, you're in for a fucking treat this week, audience. Yeah, it's it's mostly loose affiliations. Yeah, because there's a there's a lot of parts of this song where I compare it to other things. Um, but we're not there yet because I have to ask you, um, what is uh, what what do you think this song's about, Michael? Oh God, you know, 
This song, I have n- I have not really tried to parse the lyrics personally. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna here's here. Let me I'm gonna stand on the other side of the room, and I'm just gonna say what I think this song's about. All right. Just, okay. Just bear with me. This is this is it's not really a bit. I've already gotten up, so I already sound weird. What's the song about, Spencer? The song's about Tana. <laughs> Now that has to become a clip that can be played over and over when anyone hears any song from Imploding the Mirage or Wonderful Wonderful, some of Day and Age, and maybe a song on Samstown. The song is literally about his wife. Okay, that makes sense. That I can literally about like, okay, it's if you look at the lyrics, it's just about how. You know, once once the you know, I can't think of any songs. Uh, you're still I'll still be here to be your husband. And that's what it's about. I feel like there's been a number like there's at least one or two other songs in the killer's discography, especially the later years that are about this exact same thing. Like Brandon is explaining this exact same thing. Like, yeah. uh. Like, uh, what's the one that has, like, You're Not Alone, We Need You at Home? Which song is that? Is that Rut? Um, maybe. Because Rut, I, okay, Rut, right there. That's one that's about this yeah. exact, like, Brandon saying this exact same Don't thing. Don't give up on me, I'm still in a rut. Yeah. But it's, but Rut is, like, Rut is, like, him explaining that he's in a bad place. This isn't about him being in, like, a place. It's about how he's it's it's like a promisey song he's like i made a dedication this is a dedication y song yeah there's there there's several of these songs between wonderful wonderful and imploding the mirage exact same theme and so uh, yeah i mean it's but yeah it's just it's not exactly a you know a complicated one here. No, no, definitely not. I don't know. I just really don't like the chorus in this song. I really like the keys. I like the keys like all throughout, like the back, even when they're kind of in the background. And I really like like the keyboard outro. So really enjoy the key work there, especially if it's all Brandon. Super impressive. Don't really like the chorus, though. And it really throws me off. Everything else, like the verses are just kind of I'm this or that on them. But like, I I just I kind of feel about the chorus the same way that you do about in the car outside. It's too it's too big, shouty. And like, I don't know, I just feel like it doesn't suit Brandon's voice. Like it doesn't play on the strengths of his voice. So it's like the anti uh, pressure machine where like I hear that song and I'm like, damn, Brandon has a great voice. This song, I just sounds like uh, I don't know, like. Brandon is going back to the like the Bugs Bunny meme. He's holding the microphone to his face and saying, Lord, forgive me. I'm going to go back to the old me. I don't know. I mean, he, you know, I feel like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I almost said Conan Doyle. I'll be over (laughs) You know, I feel like this is what Sir Arthur Conan Doyle meant when he wrote of Watson, quote, ejaculating. which he does several times in the Sherlock Holmes series. He really, Brandon really like ejaculates this chorus. Okay. Yeah. 
He does. He just comes it just comes out of him. Uh spelled C U M. His body just comes. His body just comes. Alive. Alive. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's my biggest problem. That's what always throws me off with the song and when I kind of just kind of start tuning it out. So I, I do I mean, really appreciate what, What's your favorite part of this song? Do you like the uh the keys? Oh, so you so you like the you're a big fan of like the blinding lights by the weekend part and not like a fan of the uh highwayman part or the what was the other one I said? Um the God, what did you say? Uh the fucking the Jimmy Buffett part. Yeah, the Jimmy Buffett part. It does kind of have a Jimmy Buffett intro vibe. <laughs> yeah, well, no, like the you know, after the we're all gonna die, it gets all it gets all steel steel drum and shit. I'm gonna pour Gatorade from a jar into a sonic cup, so just ignore those noises. Michael, describe your feelings on whatever we were talking about. I I'm putting pause on the entire music discussion. Why do you have Gatorade in a jar? And why aren't you just drinking it out of the jar? Um, Because it's a big jar. And okay. I made like Gatorade from powder last night. Because it lets me adjust the sweetness to how I like it. And I have some. Oh, okay. And uh, it was in my mini fridge. And then I went to Sonic like before the pod and I wanted to put my Gatorade on ice. Okay, nice, smart. Question answered. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's that's nice. I don't know. I kind of like the Highwayman part, but that's mostly because I just like the, the song The Highwayman, which is yeah. by The Highwayman from their album <laughs> Highwayman. <laughs> That's all true. It just sounds like Spencer's memeing, but that's all true. Yeah, that is a hundred percent true. Look it that's up. All true. You know, like after Brandon finishes go- going like and around and around, I just want fucking uh uh who else is in the highwayman? I I just want Willie Nelson to just be like, I was a firefighter. Through the fires, I did fight. <laughs> That's some deep lyrics right there. Through, Through the, the fires, fires by my side. <laughs> yeah. Through the fires by my side. I caught I on the- fire and I got eaten by a flame. And then the flames, they took my body to the grave. I don't know the words, but I will make them the fuck up. But I am. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Well, thank you for that, Spencer. That put was that very, to the um, put that to the highwayman. That was very special. You know where we should go for advice on that? Uh, d- advice dot com. Also called Reddit. Now, yeah. the best thing about this first Reddit thread is that it has sixty nine upvotes. So I won't taint it by changing anything about that. Upvote. This is also from uh, power user LC Sasus, or maybe Sasus. For the record, it only, it only has 68 upvotes on my screen. So ref, so upvote it and then refresh the page. Okay. Now. Nice. This thread says it's, it's called My God versus When the Dreams Run Dry. Listening to these back to back is such a glorious experience. On a first listen, they sound alike, but it's after coming back for more. You realize they are a killer's they are the killer's most gospel sounding tracks ever. 
and yet vastly different from one another. Both remind me of somebody to love. Which is your favorite? Go. Wake up in the morning like my name's Boo. Boo this man. Boo. It will never stop. It will never stop. Uh, For the record, I started doing this before we started recording. And Michael got like legitimately angry. (laughs) Like I was concerned he was like actually mad before he started cackling like a crazy person. Uh, It's uh. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, I vehemently disagree with Spencer on this. And he kept singing the fucking song. Like, I, I don't even want to hear TikTok on a good day, okay? I that always want to hear TikTok. That song fucks. No, that song does not. I mean, I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, it literally does. Uh, well, it's mostly about fucking sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I was getting at. That those songs were very popular when I was in college. Uh, that one and the other one where, uh, I don't know, the other Kesha song where she talks about, like, there's a place downtown where the freaks will come around. And it's like, the, it's the same melody. Hear the as, dragons, like, all the- hear the vipers. She had a really deep voice in that one. Right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. We're going to read these comments. Is there any good comments from anyone good? We- if I swear by controversial. Uh, oh. Uh oh, sorting by controversial. Ah! Ah! What? Oh, there he is. My chops don't cry. All right. When the Dreams Won't Cry <laughs> is the best song on the album, Wrong. followed by Fire and Bone and Dying uh, Breed. I mean, I like Fire and Bone and Dying Breed. Can't believe most people have Caution or MOSW, My Own Soul's Warning, which I think is the best song on that record. Yeah, My Own Soul's Warning and Caution are also both better than When the Dreams Run Dry. I I think every song mentioned is better than When the Dreams Run Dry. See, I've kind of gone back on Caution. I think My Own Soul's Warning, though, is like an absolute banger. Like, like, yeah. All right, we got to. So before we get to the next Reddit thread, we mean, oh, no, I guess we'll do that at the end. So at the end, we'll we'll let y'all know. You got to wait to the end. You got to listen to the end to hear Spencer and I's official pod rankings of imploding the mirage oh okay i guess we can do that um there's a thread uh there's a post by user deleted that says my god is my favorite out of the two when the dreams one dry was a grower for me not a shower (laughs) wow and still is my second least favorite song on itm um although it's a 10 out of 10 album so i still love the song Fair enough. See, there's a lot of posts in this thread. Like, it's a big thread. Seeing if there's anything from anyone we really know or someone who deserves, like, a a chatote. I'm going to the next Reddit thread. Sorry, everybody else. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm tired. I'm getting distracted. Let's go to the next one. Next Reddit thread is by user Carnivorous Penguin. Great username. Uh, who's this says went love for when the dreams run dry text when the dreams run dry is my favorite song off imploding the mirage and one of my all time favorite killer songs. I feel like it's so underrated here. Bingo. There it is. Mark it down. The verses are incredible. We're all going to die is so satisfying. Uh, yes. Okay. When I think of satisfying lyrics, everyone <laughs> in the band die. just screaming, we're all going to die. 
And then and then it goes into some jingly jangly ass fucking Jimmy Buffett steel drum ass. Right. <laughs> and the way Brandon says Acapulco Bay just and then, flows. And then motherfucking and then Jimmy Buffett like fucks a parrot or something. I don't I don't know what Jimmy Buffett songs sound like. Is this I, God, I just is the killers subreddit unique in these types of posts? I don't think so. I follow now that I follow a number of different bands, you'll get these posts sometimes which just I don't know. Marky 18 wrote a lot of words about this song, which you should all read, but I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Definitely. But. But but there's a. How about that? There's a more important post in this thread, though. Okay. What is it? Sort by controversial. How do I find it? Uh, You uh, sort by uh, best and scroll down to you find the post by. My personal favorite Reddit user and my oh, favorite shit. person, Mr. Suns 10 from his suspended ass account. Quote, I love the quote, we'll beat the birds line. Hell yeah. Fuck Mr. yeah, Mr. Suns, Suns 10. 10. Possible racist, Mr. Suns 10. <laughs> Potential racist. Potential racist. <laughs> I love I love that our our two like the heroes of the pod <laughs> both problematic are both problematic in their own special way. <laughs> like Mr. Sun's Ted is banned oh. on Reddit. We don't know why. You know, oh, you know what they God. say? You either you either live long to see your heroes die or fall from grace. You have no you other choice. They're racists. That's the that's falling from grace. Gracist. They're gracist. Yes, <laughs> they're gracist. They fucking hate grace. That's a stupid right. bit. The, what are yeah, you, the terrible. pun guy this week? The <laughs> hey, fuck? it's me. Yeah, I got like a little clown horn and I'm going to pull a bunch of scarves out of your ears and shit. Do it, loser. <laughs> How about we go to the lyrics? No. At genius.com now i'm okay there's quite a few annotations but is this somebody like announcing and like coming to their own mormon faith tanner todd posted the intro so yes oh god and then we're gonna get uh what is it in lakota h uh oh but we're okay there's other people posting okay good it's not just somebody's thesis on what it means no 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 no, it, it is it's just you know there's just uh there's also other ones Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. Someone else pointed out the thing about the thing. Nice. All right. Well, we'll get to that, Spencer. And we got to figure. Okay. Am I reading the annotations or the lyrics this week? Um. Okay. So last week we both read the lyrics. Yep. And then the week before that was we really should discuss this before the pod. It's okay. It's part of the charm. Exactly. I don't even remember what we did two weeks ago. Dose cigarettes. Yeah. Um, dose cig arrests. <laughs> um, uh, hold on. I will glamp for a second. Uh, so this is produced by Jonathan Rideau and Sean Everett, who produced all of Imploding the Mirage. So no special production. Uh, I, I read the lyrics two weeks ago. OK, so because, I'm reading lyrics because those cigarettes had. A million fucking annotations and you had to. Oh, them that's all. right. That's so right. That's you right. are on lyrics this week. You get to okay. listen to me read shit, which is way worse. 
Michael is a much better at reading. But <laughs> I'm a much better at reading. Look, and I'm a much better at being tired. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> okay, how about uh, you go ahead and read those those uh, that page intro for us? Okay, page introduction. Uh, aging and death is a recurring theme within the album Imploding the Mirage. Flowers continues with this theme most prominently in When the Dreams Run Dry. The song expresses the value of walking through life not alone, but with a partner. Many of the lyrics suggest themes of reaching eternity with someone. Flowers told The Independent, I'm still a member of the LDS Church, and we're brought up with something we refer to as an eternal perspective on life. The idea of our families being together in an afterlife as well. Flowers addresses the themes of aging when asked if he thinks more about death as he approaches 40. He said, yeah, I'm halfway there. So you definitely start to think about how you spend your time and what you're doing with it. Michael, what would you do if you uh, if there was an afterlife and you spent your eternity with, you know. Your shit. What would you with do with shit? What would you do with infinity time? Oh, geez, I don't know. Just probably game it up. Read. You just read just every book. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's so much that I, I and I wish I just had infinity time to read all the stuff I want to read and play all the games and experience all the art. But it's hard. So, you know, it'd be kind of liberating to know it wasn't like a time crunch, because sometimes when you just want to do your thing, people shit on you for it. So no, like, oh, you should be working. Yeah, you should ask me. Uh, Spencer, what would you do with infinity time? All right, Michael, what what, what am I going to say? Uh, jack off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, see, that's, that's like this, I, I mean, we don't have to. Michael's just like, you know. What's the word? He's 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 clairvoyant. He's just turning inside. He's gotten inside my decision cycle and he's just <laughs> fucking my shit up. I I now understand uh, Spencer's logic tree. Uh, so <laughs> hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast where within the same paragraph of words, Spencer references jerking off and the OODA loop. <laughs> That's what you signed up for, okay? That's what you Don't let the art fool for. you. I feel like I, I feel like we're gonna have a lengthy discussion in the uh, post pod chit chat with Natasha about this exact moment of pod. <laughs> and if if we don't, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Anyway, yeah, read the lyrics, verse one. Verse one: Can't hear myself think through the crashing of the rain. I'm passing judgment in the fast lane. And smoothing out a rough a rough stone. Tanner Todd says, oh, boy, I am yep. like a huge rough stone. And only polishing I get is when some corner gets rubbed off, phrasing, by coming, phrasing, in contact with something else. Striking with accelerated force. Thus, I will become a smooth and polished shaft. Fucking phrasing right in yep. the quiver phrasing of the almighty Joseph Smith Jr. Thanks, J Joe Smith. Look, 
the Bible is super horny unintentionally and intentionally. Sometimes some of the things that are said in the Bible, you're just like, wow. I mean, I remember at church, there was a hymn where like part of the chorus of the hymn was singing about Jesse's rod. You know, we always talk about hymns, but why don't we ever talk about hers? Sexist. (sighs) Thus, Spencer has become a smooth and polished shaft in the quiver of the almighty. Hell yeah. I.e. encountering trial, adversity and opposition. See opening lines of dying breed has a tendency to polish and smooth. Brandon Flowers draws parallels between him and his faith's founder above throughout the album, most notably in My Own Soul's Warning. Then post on that fucking song, idiot! Okay, sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, with going. Tanner Todd, we knew it was going to be a Mormon thing, but... Yeah, of course. Anyway, keep going. Guess it comes with age. You start to wonder about the time theft. How much of it you got left comes in with the age now. I, I always love... I always love that lyric. Like you start to wonder about the time theft. Yeah, like that movie uh, Time Bandits. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, user Temp 13 says here, Brandon is again touching on a prevalent theme throughout the album aging. As we get older, we tend to become more self-aware of time and how precious it is, perhaps because natural naturally begin i think that's we naturally begin to accept that we are getting closer to our end date as we age the time theft brandon is alluding to is perhaps a monotonous parts of our life that quote steal much of our time such as work or even sleeping which is funny because sometimes when you're working you're committing time theft because you're not working during work Namin? That's deep. Yeah. So deep Spencer thoughts. Chorus. But when the dreams run dry, I will... Oh, shit. Okay. I will be where I always was. Standing at your side, letting go of the reins. We're all gonna die. User Soul of a Troll says, The change of tone to a relaxed tropical soundscape following this ostensibly morbid line emphasizes the main theme of the song, how the narrator has accepted their mortality and, if anything, is looking forward to the inevitable next step. Very well put and also incredibly dark soul of a troll. Like, holy shit. Right, right. I mean, that's that's what you get from Soul of a Troll. You get the 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 troll lines, but then you also get the like spot on best genius lyric uh, interpretation that you could have asked for. Yeah, that is still succinct. Yeah, it was perfect. Okay, verse two. Yeah, when they're closing up the door, you have nobody... to hold on. Stop, stop. You have to read it in the reggae Brandon voice. <laughs> don't don't do when that. They clo- <laughs> Don't. When they're closing Don't. up the door, Don't. nobody wishing that they worked more. Hey, welcome to bits that Spencer immediately vetoed that he came up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going. I did. Yeah, you nobody. nobody wishing that they worked more. Oh, uh, did you say that? Oh, I did. Oh, uh, Tanner Todd says 
This song is about growing old and living life without regrets. Here, Brandon cites the popular sentiment that when we are on our deathbeds, we won't look back and we wish we worked more. That is not true. And I have stopped agreeing with you and I'm not going to read the rest of it. Don't read more don't, ahead of me. <laughs> don't bother with your suitcase. We'll beat the birds down to Acapulco Bay. User Hollow Mondo says this line references the Frank Sinatra song Come Fly With Me from his 1958 album of the same name. Quote, just say those words and we'll beat those birds down to Acapulco Bay. Or Honolulu on hearsay, running at our own pace. Um, Tanner Todd says in an oddly succinct post. Right. Uh, as opposed to being in the fast lane. See verse one. And I'll be on your side when the dreams run dry. Chorus. When the dreams run dry, I will be where I always was, standing at your side, letting go of the reins. Uh, Soul of a Troll says acceptance of a loss of control, which ties into the, quote, control is overrated lyrics from the previous song on the album. My God, I know it's previous song on the album. My God, uh, uh, Brandon has touched on similar themes before. See, there's a power in letting go on Between Me and You from a solo album, The Desired Effect. Solo Patrol suddenly one. becoming like really good at his job. Their job. Wow. Um, Instead of like lyrics, lyrics from the <laughs> lyrics from the previous song on that album. My God. All right. Anyway, bridge reach for the summit of an ancient design. Don't oh, no. stop. Gotta par OK. Oh, no. Tanner Todd says another reference to a Latter-day Saint temple. That's all I'm going to read. Good. I'm not going to respect this at all. Perfect. Perfect. Thank <laughs> How, you. Spencer. How's that? that was wonderful. How's that? Was that, was that maybe, a, maybe one of the best things you've ever done. One of the so. like, like that was the most disrespectful thing. I think. <laughs> right. If you want to read this entire essay on fucking Mormon temples, go for it. Yeah. On the verge of eternal, on the heels of divine, and guess uh, who? Uh, Tanner Todd says, in the Latter-day Saint belief, temples are the closest earthly thing to heaven, and they are where faithful members go to make covenants that prepare them for eternal life. That's all I'm going to fucking read. Good, perfect. There, if you stumble and... Oh, there are ahead. three paragraphs here. And it, it's describing literally every line yeah. in order. So if you stumble and fall, if you stumble and fall, if the way can't be found, if the way can't be found. <laughs> Outro. We'll just follow the moon to the stars to the sun. Common Latter-day Saint symbols relating to the temples and eternal life. I'm going to actually read this one. Specifically, this line references the theological belief in the three kingdoms or degrees of glory wherein the sun represents the celestial kingdom, the maroon, the moon, the terrestrial kingdom and the stars, the telestial kingdom. In other words, the three heavens of the afterlife. Wow. That's weird. Like, and there's like a biblical fucking like literal reference. Like this is that. So the Navu is the name of the ship that the Mormons build in fucking uh, what's it called? The Expanse. Expanse. Yeah, it's, it's called the Nabu. I didn't realize that was a real temple name. That's fucking crazy. 
Holy shit. It's so, so, you know. Did you read The Expanse or did you just, uh, did you watch I've just the watched the show. I haven't watched oh. all of the show either. I'm on like season five, I think. I don't know, oh, but I will should, read the books. You should read the books. One, because, um. They're good. They're incredibly good. Two, there's a lot of religion in there. And three, uh, you know, don't naming naming a ship after a big church when it's like a big ship. You know, I mean, that's not the least appropriate thing they could have done. True. And it's also True. not the most ridiculous ship name in the show. Rosinante. I, right. I mean, most of the ship names are kind of nuts, but anyway. Yeah. That's sh- this shit's crazy. I mean, it's just another song where it's like, I, okay, one for one, you know, I appreciate Tanner Todd delving into all these topics, especially since I have almost no knowledge of the LDS faith beyond like its origins and a couple other things, right? But so I would have never put this stuff together with like the stars and the moon and the sun and shit. And but again. like the fact that Brandon also weaved this into the lyrics and shit, it's just like if when you immediate when you approached me with the idea of doing a killer's podcast, I didn't realize I would be basically doing a switchfoot podcast. Like this is fucking Christian music. <laughs> like Brandon snuck in little Mormon songs on these albums, and they're no like, wonder it's like they're dog whistles. It's literally yeah. this is a dog whistle. If you don't know what a dog whistle is, this is a dog whistle. It's so true. Because holy shit! Hi, welcome like, to. Soul of a Truck, a podcast about Mormon dog whistling. Because holy shit, he snuck it into all of this. And Tanner Todd caught it because I presume Tanner Todd is or at one point was a uh, Mormon or is just very well versed in their lore and, uh, you know, mythology. But Michael calls the LDS church like stuff lore like it's like like a like a expanded universe of Christianity. It is. Are you kidding me? Like they use some of the Bible, but then they're like, but wait, there was another land where we can wear magic underwear and like the moon, the moon, the stars and the sun are not part of like Christian uh, mythos, really like these symbols, like the Protestant Christian. They definitely do like more crosses and like flame and shit, but star suns or star stones, sunstone, moonstone. Nope. What is this shit? No. No, no, no. Anyway, this is basically Christian music, and I'm not having it. Uh, I, I reject this. <laughs> I like how mad you're getting. Like, I think it's funny. I do every time we figure out that these are basically Christian songs. I always am like, yeah, like God damn it. You're so mad. It makes sense why I, this song doesn't vibe with me because it's basically Christian. If I find out that Fire and Bone is Christian at some point or Mormon, then fuck. We, we're just never going to revisit it, so don't worry about it. Okay. It I mean, I listen to it every un, now and then. It will be untainted in your taint. We'll just... Okay, we already did that. And around and around and around. Uh, this song <gasps> repeats a similar lyric what? to the 1987 cover... Highwaymen by the country supergroup The Highwaymen from the album Highwaymen. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to add that last one. But I'm still around. I'll always be around and around and around and around. Can we listen to it? Can we listen to it, Michael? Uh, I got to explain something that is making me laugh. It's like the the Vivo uh, 
like image like the it's like the, ghost riders it, in the sky yeah, but with all these right. other fucking like with Waylon and yeah. willie and fucking johnny cash and whoever the fucking right. fourth guy is <laughs> it's like mufasa in the clouds but it's a bunch of like uh, famous folk and country artists who's the last and, member of the highwaymen uh well okay johnny cash Waylon jennings willie nelson and i'm blanking yeah, see, you don't remember either. Uh, Let me see. I got this. I got this. It's it's loading. Country uh, Supergroup. Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson, right. right. Uh, so better. Anyway. Chris Christopherson, of course, is better known as um, uh, who the fuck was he in Blade? He's in Blade. Uh, That's where I know him from. I. So I want to get really good at making latte foam art so Whistler. I can make to just I can just only do the highwayman this image in latte foam art for everyone. He's he plays Whistler in Blade. And that's the oh. only that's the only role he did that matters. Yeah, he's like Blade's fucking sidekick gear guy man. Oh, his uh Q. Yeah, his Q. And like you think he dies in the first movie, but he doesn't die. Oh, that's right. That's right. I do remember that from Blade. It's been a while since I've seen Blade or Blade 2. And then in Blade 2, he uh, is joined by um, fucking uh, what's his name? But he's like a bad guy, so like he he doesn't survive the movie. Not Chris Christopherson, uh, Norman Reedus. All right. How about we listen to the Highwaymen? Hell yeah. All right. Let's listen to the Highwaymen, Spencer, or just that one part. Get to it. What a fucking insane music video. Also, you ever notice how fucked up Johnny Cash's nose is? Holy shit! And now shit. they're gonna go. And now the next person's gonna fade in from the clouds. Well, no, that was the last. That was the end of the song. Oh. Wow! Holy shit! The '80s were fucking wild. Dude, shut the fuck up. This is like one of my favorite fucking songs. I'm not the even. The song's kidding. fine. The song's great, and it's been covered and redone. But who's uh, the, who would the, cover the, the Highwaymen? Uh, another group of folk artists has done it. Bullshit! Show me. Hold on, hold on. I I legitimately don't believe this. Who would? I I have heard this. Let's see. Uh, it would only on. be good. Okay. All right, legitimately, someone cover the Highwaymen, but instead of it being a bunch of country artists, have it be a bunch of um uh uh, uh power metal singers. Oh my god, Iced Earth covered Highwaymen. No fucking way. Yeah. All right, forget. <laughs> we're not talking about when the dreams run dry anymore. <laughs> What? Yeah, look at the iced earth version of the Highwaymen. I mean, here it comes. 
Oh, okay. You're Hold gonna on. you got it in I'm there. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I already have it. I already have it. Okay. All right. Put it in there. Let's oh, see. This this is not this is not it. This has got to not. Oh my god. Yeah, from the album Plagues of Babylon. It really is a cover. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, for whatever reason, metalheads love this song. Can't imagine why. I wonder, hold on, it would be really sick if it goes into like double time when it gets to like the midpoint. So I'm going to skip ahead. No, nope. I'm bored already. That was <laughs> fucking cool, though. Yeah, I, yeah, they've done. a, And I know there was another group of like metal guys that did this song, and I can't remember who they were, but every, when I'm looking up, it's not showing anything, but it was a bunch of metalheads. So. All right. Well, audience, uh, you know, your your task for this week is to sh share your favorite cover of the song Highwaymen by the Highwaymen from the album Highwaymen. Anyway, we still have the lyrics to finish. So get 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 to going. All right. In the light, in the heat, through the folds and the bends. And again and again and again and again. Gator Curse says this is a wait. Did you fucking. He just didn't even read the previous annotation. This yeah, also references yeah. the Highwayman. Yeah, cool. Keep going. To the moon, to the stars, to the sun, to the ground, and around and around and around. In the light, in the heat, through the folds and the bends, and again and again and again. There, the end. What do you oh. think of those lyrics, Spencer? Uh, I I like the the part where Johnny Cash sings about how he was a fucking boat or whatever. Beautiful. And that's our review of the lyrics to When the Dreams Run Dry. It's just the Highwaymen now in my head. Yeah, it's just the Highwaymen. What about live versions? You got live versions for me? There is one live version where Brandon plays piano and sings the song. Here we go. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, Brandon, he's going it. Okay, well, well let's, let's we, should, we, should, we should do the thing where we play the thing. This is called Brandon performing quote when the dreams run dry the killer's Instagram live. Yeah, this is when Brandon became a dad who doesn't know the size of his own head. People just wear hats that way. Yeah. Smoothing out a rough stone. Yes, it comes with age. Yeah, during quarantine he became dad Brandon. Dadden. Brandad. It's so weird that Brandon would do this in the middle of a fucking piano store. When the dreams <laughs> you know, some like, you know, 60 something grandma who's shopping for a, a stand up piano for her granddaughter just sees this fucking weirdo in the middle of the piano store. And uh, Ronnie looks at her and he's like, what are you looking at, bitch? And then he fucking jumps on a skateboard and kickflips out of the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
embarrassing Brandon, who's just too wholesome. But Ronnie looks at the teller at the guitar center where they're doing this. No, it's a piano he, center. Oh, in the at the piano center, and he's like, "Hey, straight in, no kissing." Ironically, still a no freebird or no stairway lyrics or uh, <laughs> sign. What about because covers? you know why there's a no stairway sign in um in the piano store? Why? Because pianos are fucking heavy. You you got to use a ramp or something. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend you like taking a piano up the stairs. You'll die. I'm really proud of that joke. It's not a good joke, but I'm still proud of it. You know, Spencer, I'm going to take that joke and put it right here on the fridge next to your other great jokes. Oh, you're sweet, Michael. <laughs> so now all every, everyone can see how funny you are. Yay. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut exactly where I said that was a great joke and then cut to the point where you just laughed just now. So it sounds <laughs> like I, I made told a, a great joke, told a great joke. Yeah. Wow. I'm not actually going to do that because your response was really funny, but can you fucking imagine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to cut in that edit like right here. Yeah, that was a funny edit. Okay, anyway, so covers, but there's enough covers that it warrants an ad. So, Michael, ad. you screamed ad, and I just cut the <laughs> ad in. Perfect. That's what you should have done. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, there's three of these, so let's listen to the first one. This one's just the Nightcore. So we get to listen to the Nightcore. Aesthetic Nightcore... When the dreams run dry, the killers. Describe it. Okay, it's like a anime babe. She has long Can white hair. It's like perfect and flowing in the wind. Uh, she has. Uh, you can only see one of her eyes, but it's pink. Her mouth is very small. Like, yeah, very small. And it's on like the side of her face. <laughs> yeah, right. Like this woman would look it's horrifying. Like, in it's real like life. on her cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's like bending her arms in a very uncomfortable way to hold on to her ribbon. And there she's in front of like a very beautiful sunset. It does work with the image. Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't hate the Nightcore version. You know what I think would improve this? Uh, dubstep? If Johnny Cash sang a, 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 a <laughs> oh, chorus, wow. a, a verse. Down to Acapulco Bay. Yeah. <laughs> I hurt myself today. There's a... what is? I have a weird, like, fixation on Johnny Cash today. Yeah, it's like, interesting. Like, my, uh... Usually when I add Michael to the Google Doc, I will type as much lyrics of a song as I can remember. And this time I sang when I did When the Man Comes Around by Johnny Cash. And now we're, you know, we were talking about the, the Highwaymen and I keep saying Johnny Cash. Weird. All right. So this is user Sir Digsy and their cover of When the Dreams Run Dry. It says When the Dreams Run Dry, the killer's. Mellow rendition slash cover chords in the description. Okay. Uh, oh, Beatles poster. Beatles poster. We got a Beatles poster. 
And we have a tessellation, uh, like, wall drapery. I think he's playing every instrument. Yeah, he is. I'm kind of into this, like, kind of vibey version. He's using a beer bottle as a slide on his guitar. Also a Beatles poster. That's the same Beatles poster. Alright, let's see what happens when he goes to the blinding light part. Did the piano go really doodly 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 there? Did I just imagine that happened? I don't know. It sounded like it went doodly doodly doodly. I don't know the answer. Well, let's listen to it again. Here we okay. go. Okay. Did you hear that? Like no, the... it didn't. It didn't get doodly doodly. Okay, so he just played a note and he played another note. Yeah. Okay, I swear to God, my head made it doodly doodly doodly. No. There were no doodles. No doodles? None. Not a one to be found. All right. Well, whatever. Okay, next up we've got <laughs> Tyler Jeremy Truesdale. I don't know what my fucking, like... I can't tell if I'm lethargic or manic this week. It's a little of both. It's like you... It's it, like... You've, have you been drugged? I'm manthargic. <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds like a bad guy from He-Man. Or Lanik, which sounds like a type of like Roman column. <laughs> wow. Hi, it's welcome. To, you know, the same once again, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast where I can talk about how extra special sleepy I am and then talk about Roman columns. The dichotomy of Soul of a Truck. <laughs> Right. All uh, right. This is Tyler Jeremy Truesdale, When the Dreams Run Dry, The Killer's Emulation. We're going to skip ahead. No, we're not. All right. Uh, definitely Gerwig. Very Gerwig. I myself think. Oh, I very- can't really. I can't tell what that like can in front of the screen, like right in front of the camera says, but in my head it says Doodle Pringle. <laughs> no, it's Doobie Pringle. <laughs> Doobie Pringle. Adobe Pringle. It's it's Adobe Pringle. Adobe Pringle. It's my favorite flavor. That's a mug and there's a bottle of water behind it. No, that's a fucking that's an Arizona iced tea. It's a green tea. Yeah. Great buy. I kind of like this. I like the other one better. And it's the I don't know. I kind of like this kind of lo-fi Tony vibey bit. I don't well, those are some nice covers. We got some good covers this week. Uh-oh. What? There's a there's a there's a thing. 
A secret doc. A secret cock. <laughs> That's actually what I wrote. That's, so. that's literally what Michael wrote. Oh, shit. I forgot that we needed to improve the fucking doc this entire time. There was a secret to the secret doc that I forgot. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's next with the secret doc? Okay. So just so everyone's aware, Michael just changed <laughs> the uh, font of the Google Doc to Comic Sans MS. Uh and uh, I just want you to know that, uh, oh, made it bold. Okay. <laughs> oh, and has increased the font size to size 14. So as to maximize the, uh, how upset I am with, oh, oh, now the, now the text has been turned pink. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, Once so, you gave me the power, it was over. All right, so first off, we've got a video. It's just titled Shia. Now, my favorite Shia LaBeouf-related thing is, of course, the song Shia LaBeouf by... Uh, Actual up, cannibal Shia LaBeouf? Yes, but it's by a guy. Look up his name. I'm taking my boots off. Okay. Uh, hold on. I wasn't close to my keyboard. Uh, see, Michael Rob was, Cantor. Yeah, Rob, Rob Cantor. Rob Cantor. By the way, if you get the chance, listen to everything Rob Cantor ever put out. It's all good. He's also one of the singers in um, a musical group that is good. Anyway, let's watch Shia LaBeouf Just Do It motivational speech original video. Do it! <laughs> Just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! First Make first appearance dreams. of Shia LaBeouf Just do doing it. the speech. Some people dream of success while you're going to wake up and work hard at it. Nothing is impossible. Thanks, thanks Shia LaBeouf. Get to the point where anyone else would quit, and you're not going to stop there. No, what are you waiting for? Do it! <laughs> Just do it! Yes, you can! Just do it! He said it himself. I feel like this is how he became an actor. This is what his dad stop did to him every day. giving up. The flex at the end. Incredible. Here, you want to hear an admission? I've never actually watched that all the way through. Really? Not once. Wow. It's an incredible video. You know, the thing that really weirds me out about it, because I've seen, you know, it memed so much. The thing, what he's saying, his words are perfectly reasonable. It's just what he's doing while those words are happening. Right. Is weird. It it truly is. It's it's I, the motions. It's like he's just too worked up. All right. Next up, we're doing uh, "Lucid Dreams" by Juice World, which is my second favorite song with the title mm. "Lucid Dreams." I hope y'all already know the theme. It's dreams. 
Rip Juice World, rest in peace. Oh. Directed by Cole Bennett, everybody. Spencer, I need you to describe everything that you see in this video. Uh, spaghetti went out of the ground. Now it's Juice World, I think. And it is. he's doing his best impression of a mini golf ball that hasn't gone in the hole. Now there's a zombie doing her makeup. Now Juice World is Diglett. Now there's a bunch of Diglets touching the ceiling. <laughs> and now he's in front of a window. Now there's a woman, like a hand with a cigarette. Now he's sitting on some stairs, but he's wearing like an Adidas tracksuit, which is very Russian. And then he just dissolved and he's a skeleton now. Um, and there's some dots. And now there's subtitles for some reason. Um, now there's not. Uh, and now it's zooming towards the black hole. Um, and then it just says dead. <laughs> That's it. Dead. That's where we can stop. What'd you think dead. of my description? That was one of the best sensor. You were very alert. Did you like my, uh, my, my diglet repeated? Yeah. Diglets. Yeah. And then it was clearly his head coming out of the ground. You're like, Oh, it's spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what his hair looks like. <laughs> Uh, I just see this like noodly appendage fly out of the ground. And then and then there's a head singing at me. Okay, next up we've got it says it says brulee or brule, I don't know. Steve's car dream. Check it out with Dr. Steve Brule. Well, we did the best we could with this little dirty bird. Got a hey Michael, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Okay, Spencer's going to the bathroom. This is a clip from uh, Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule. So hopefully the sound is good. I don't know if it is, but. Well, it wasn't the perfect cherry red pop rod, but at least I had a car. I was happy to get back on the road in my cherry blue. He has fallen asleep at the wheel. You can't see it. But he has fallen asleep at the wheel of his vehicle, and now he's having a dream of a large-breasted woman. He has like a, a hot rod that is uh, candy apple green. I need that hot rod. I take you guys for a ride if you want. Come on. All right. The light is turned up way too bright. <laughs> He's woken up from the dream, everyone. His car is like about to explode in the intersection. It did explode in the intersection. Dang it! Did he get him? Get a hose! Spencer is still in the bathroom, so now I'm just taking over for the pod. I'm gonna wait for him to get back before I play any more of these videos, because uh, part of the experience is that Spencer has to enjoy the videos as well. But. Now it's just you and me, audience.
And it's, it just feels uh, odd. Spencer never leaves. He never goes anywhere, especially for this long. So, you know, I hope that it's not because his roommate laughed so hard at a terrible comedy movie that uh, he's injured now. Or, you know, but probably what's happening is that Spencer has had a eureka moment where he's discovered uh, the true secret to uh, the masterful tendy sauce, something that uh, culinarians across the globe have been seeking for eons. I mean, really, since the dawn of like spice in food and part of this quest has been, I mean, Spencer's identity for a long time. And so I really, before he started recording, he was going on about how he needed to find the the sauce. He he sounded very sweaty and uh, he typically is, you know, kind of obsessive about it and, and will breathe really heavily when he eats a uh, good tendy sauce because he feels like he's getting closer to the source. Um, a lot of times it can seem almost sexual in nature, like his obsession with the tendy sauce. But, you know, we humor him on it. We still, you know, it's just like, it's kind of a long-winded say way of saying like if he asks you to go to like Zaxby's or Popeyes or something, just don't. Well, I'm back. Welcome back, Spencer. Uh, I was just glamping a little bit. No, I was. I, I didn't hear any of it, and I definitely wasn't on my headphones the whole time, <laughs> where I would have oh, heard yeah. all of it. I I I just wanted people to know about your 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 tendy sauce lust, which you know I benefit from because I also love chicken tenders, but. God damn it. All right. So this next is called Nightmare and it's by the user Bosch. Shrek. Shrek. I'm. I'm. I'm Goofy Goober. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very disappointed. Donkey, wake up. Did he fuck Donkey? What are your thoughts on that, Spencer? Um, there's a video here called Meet the Snipens, and I want to watch that. I want to watch okay. this. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go put in Meet the Snipens. I love TF2. What's your uh, who's your what's your favorite meet the video, by the way? Uh, oh, gosh, that's tough. I really love meet the engineer. See, I that's my least favorite one. Really? I love yeah. meet the sniper. I No, you know what? My favorite is actually meet the heavy. That's my favorite. I mean. Yeah, I guess. Or meet the demo, man. They're all really good. What makes me a good demo, man? If I was a bad demo, I like that one. No, meet the soldier, obviously. Oh, God. Yeah. Sun Tzu said that. And I think he knows a little more about combat than you do. Because he invented it. (laughs) It's so good. Okay, uh, meet the snipens. Mom, mom, put dad on the phone. Hitchhop. Ba-da-ba-ba-da! Yes! 
Meet the Spy. Oh, God, Meet the Spy is, in, is definitely the best one. Yeah. Challenging <laughs> work. And now he's coming to fuck us! <laughs> oh, God, I can't watch any more of this. It's it's such a meme. Also, no. there's this person has done a bunch of these, including yeah, meet, meet the, the spies, <laughs> the suffering of Gru, which also has like Team Fortress shit in the background. Meet, God, meet okay. this. We're gonna well, one more, one more. I know it's your secret document, but I've taken over. <laughs> Which, I, it's a, I'm surprised you didn't play TF2, Spencer. <laughs> Natasha and I have played. A combined thousands of hours in TF2. To kill a red spups? No, he's here to seduce your mother. What the... Indeed. What are you, president of his fan club? <laughs> no, seduce me. What? Seduce me? Are you freaking kidding me? Wow. And then, and then, spoilers. It was the. It was. The scout the whole time. Bonk. Bonk. Boink. Next right, up, we've got. Next. It's just titled "Anxiety" written in all caps. And and it says, "Psychologist, all dreams have meaning. My dreams." This is from user GameHelp1000. And it's that it's that that muscly guy with R the Ricardo. Ricardo? I don't know yeah. I don't know his name. What? Describe it, Michael. <laughs> Man cat and Ricardo in a bathtub that's like going at light speed. Uh, I don't know who that guy is, but he came out and he had twin guns, and I'm pretty sure Niancat just... Oh, and that's, uh, what's, like, uh, that's that streamer, I can't remember his name. Uh, blue screen of death. Uh, Ricardo still dancing in a bathtub. Uh, it's just two white guys. I don't know who they are, but they're both after Ricardo in the bathtub. Which is weird, because Ricardo's the best one. Yeah, I, Ricardo is the best one. I don't know who those two white guys are, so... I only, uh, what did you like, think of that video, Spencer? Um, uh, uh, boner. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. I I feel like boner is always the correct just uh thing to experience when seeing Ricardo. I, I mean, he does ha he has a a killer bod, so yeah. I believe he does uh some sort of entertainment. I don't know. I don't. I don't fully know who Ricardo is, except as. The meme man who dances uh, sensually in underwear. Like, like, does is he a pornography? I, I'm if he doesn't, then he or either that or he's a, a dancer. But I do believe he is a sex worker of some kind. So uh, shout out to Ricardo. Yeah, you know, you're you're valid and we love you. All right. Uh, give me the last secret doc vid. So according to knowyourmeme.com, Ricardo Milos is a Brazilian adult model known for his erotic dance video. His dance video, offered, often referred to as Dance Like a Butterfly, inspired a series of mad-slash-animated videos on Japanese videos hosting site Nico Nico Doga in mid-to-late 2011. 50 million references. The series helped establish Milos as a character in the 
got gachi moochie slash wrestling series <laughs> and then okay there i've just told you let's do the last thing respite from the chaos michael i'm here i'm ready for respite for the chaos i'm sorry i was just waiting for you to post it in there no oh. Ah, the third, the third best song on, um, that, that album by Daft Punk. You think it's the third best song on uh, that album? Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. It's the third best song. What's the best song? Mr. Footlong. Mr. Footlong? Face to face. Oh, it sounds like he says Mr. Footlong. I was like, I don't remember the song, Mr. Okay. Isn't that the lyric, Mr. Footlong? <sighs> I don't remember face to face. Well, we're going to listen to it. Okay. For the record, uh, Discovery is a really good album, but that's every Daft Punk. It's a 10. Album. It's a 10 out of 10. Every Daft Punk is a 10 out of 10. They're all really good. Mr. Footlong. <laughs> Mr. Footlong. Yeah. Mr. Footlong. I'm fairly certain. It's supposed to be face to face now, but it has never sounded like that ever, ever. Remember that era of 90s anime where every short character had like tiny eyes? Krillin? Like if you were below a a certain height. Yeah, Krillin. uh, Yajirobe, I think, had eyes like that. Yajirobe! Yeah. Come on, Krillin, just give me a sensu bean. Come on, Yajirobe. It's your moment. You ever know? I, I, when I watched this movie, and I've watched this movie a few times, I exclusively refer to the short guy who drums in the band uh, as Krillin. I don't care. See, he has like the same eyes. They're, he's fucking Krillin. He's even kind of useless like yeah. Krillin. <laughs> Poor Krillin. They just... Krillin is just there so they can't waste the Dragon Ball's wish on like world peace. Yeah, basically. We would wish for an end to all friction and combat, but, but instead we got to wish Kr- this shitty character Krillin back fucking died again. Yeah, Krillin, Chaozu, Tien and Yamcha died again. So now Yamcha doesn't back. get to come back ever. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's just they're like we're done with you Yamcha. Yeah, the, what was your ability? The fucking the fucking the wolf ed- fang or whatever. The the eternal dragon is literally just like no. Yeah, I won't bring Yamcha back. Like, like I'm gonna bring back everyone except for Yamcha. Specifically, fuck Yamcha. <laughs> that's a uh, that's <laughs> fuck. It, this is the dumb. <laughs> Remember when we thought we had a bit earlier? What was our bit? Uh, not yeah. The worst Texas knock shot joke or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, hey, Michael. 
What's up? Knock, knock. Get off my property, you little fucking bitch. No, wait. Listen. What are your final thoughts on the song "What When the Dreams Run Dry by the band The Killers? Um, This song isn't the worst song in Imploding the Mirage. This is about in the middle for me. I like the keys and I like some elements of the song, but I hate that it's basically Christian music. And I hate that uh, I really don't like the chorus. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I feel like Brandon's straining his voice and it just, it, I don't know. It just, it kind of does have that same thing that in the car outside has where with Brandon's voice, but it lingers more because it's like the entire chorus is him shouting. So, so when you strain your voice, do you get spaghetti afterwards? Um, it depends. Hmm. What are your final thoughts on Imploding the Mirage? This is our last song by that from that. Record. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let me pull up Imploding the Mirage real quick. That's the uh, sound you'll be hearing real quick. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so, all right. This I'm looking at the track listing to. So th- these are our official pod rankings. This is my official pod opinion on the imploding the mirage track listing. I'm going to give you a tier list actually. Oh god. Okay, go. S S tier. Fire and Bone, Imploding the Mirage, My Own Soul's Warning. A tier. Caution, Dying Breed. B tier, Blowback, Lightning Fields. C tier, My God Running Towards a Place. When the dreams run dry. That's it. That's it. That's it. So it's in my bottom, my bottom tier. I, I really don't like my God. I really don't like running towards a place. I'm pretty sure running towards a place is also Christian music. So, oh, okay. Is the place heaven? And then there's another tier, uh, say la vie tier and say la vie is there. Ah, it exists outside of judgment. Say it's true. <laughs> What's your, where where are you at? What's uh, how do you feel about employing the Mirage? Rank it. Um, it's certainly an album. Best song, my God. Worst song, Fire and Bone. Fuck you. Boo, boo. Just, I didn't, I didn't actually feel that way. But my my God is my favorite song from that record because I've listened to it in so many times. Trying to, trying to jam it unsuccessfully into the song TikTok by Kesha, which I will never give up on. And I just uh, re- Yeah, uh, Spencer, I just realized that um one of the studios they recorded Imploding the Mirage is called Subtle McNugget. Subtle McNugget Studios in Los Angeles. That's a stupid name for a fucking studio. It's the best you're getting wow. out of me. Well, thank you, Spencer. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, two weeks from now, uh, the Killers are playing, and we're gonna go see them live, probably. Okay. Well, we gotta we gotta make that plan. Yeah. See y'all there, maybe. Yeah. Um. Actually, here, audience, this is your moment. All right. This is a legitimate question for those of you who made it all the way to the end. And then I'll read out the thing that I always read at the end of the episode. 
We haven't bought tickets yet. They're probably going to be expensive. Should we buy the cheap tickets or the expensive tickets? I think the cheap tickets are more on brand for us, but we did say for years that we were going to do the expensive tickets. So it's one of those like, do we do the thing we said or do the thing that would be funnier? So uh, give us your opinion. We really appreciate it. With all of that said, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you made it all the way to the end, we really appreciate you. Please share your opinion. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, perhaps financially, you can scroll to the bottom of any episode of the pod and select our anchor affiliate link. If you'd like to follow us or you could follow us on our Patreon. Sorry, mess spoke there, which is patreon.com slash soul of a truck, a killer's podcast. If you'd like to send us an email or covers or dick pics, whatever you want, email the podcast at soulofatruckpod at gmail.com. If you think that I am funny, you can follow us on our Twitter. That's at soulofatruckpod. And if you think Michael is funny and you wonder what the middle part between his big and like second big toe are looks like, uh, follow us on our Instagram, instagram.com slash soulofatruckpod. I've been Spencer Polio. Michael, say goodbye. Bye, love you. You start to wonder about the time How much of it you got left Comes in what the is now When the dreams run dry